Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for July 7th, 2018. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And if you go to the blog right now, uh, I have posted the uh, fight videos from both women's matches that were on last night's uh, Tough 27 finale in Las Vegas. And uh, as I said, there were two women's matches on the show, so I'm going to take a, a quick look at both of them. Um, the one that was on the main card was a flyweight bout, Roxanne Modafferi versus Barb Honchak. This was a rematch from back in 2011. Now, a lot of things have changed since then, obviously. And as I said yesterday on my podcast, the big question about this particular fight, is Barb Honchak anything close to what she was when she was invicted champ? And we now know the answer to that. It's no. Okay? I said yesterday, and uh, I said this when they put her on Tough 26, she should not have been on Tough 26. They should have put her right on fighting shirt. Let's find out if she's any good. You know, you can't take three years off and then return at age 38 and expect to be the same fighter. And she just isn't anymore. She, you know, in her prime, she wins this fight. Not today. Okay. Meanwhile, Roxanne has improved uh, mainly because her coach, uh, John Wood at Syndicate MMA in Las Vegas, won't allow her to do anything foolish. Now, at the start of round one, Barb gets the best of striking exchanges. Roxanne takes her down and controlled Barb from top position. She didn't really do much with it. And so I thought Barb's striking at the beginning of the round for about the first couple of minutes was more effective than Roxy's ground control. I scored the round 10-9 for Barb. But I wasn't all that impressed with her anyway. Now, Wood told Roxy to go for the takedown early in round two and she could get a finish. And that's what she did. And, you know, she took her down. Uh, I thought... She was in a perfect position for ground and pound finish. I mean, she had her. She had her down. And, you know, a few years ago, Roxanne would not have punched Barb under any circumstances. And she said after the fight that she didn't want to punch Barb at all. But Wood knows how she is, and he kept yelling at her to keep punching and keep throwing elbows and stuff like that. And this is what I'm talking about in that Roxanne's recent success is mostly due to John Wood. He's not letting her do anything dumb, okay? And it would have been dumb not to punch Barb in that situation. So kudos to him for straightening her out because, boy, she needed it, let me tell you. Anyway, the ref stopped the fight, and Roxanne wins by TKO. And, and as I said, it's, it's all thanks to Wood. She just, she just won't let, allow her to be stupid. Okay? Now, I'm not convinced she can be a title contender, but she's a better fighter today than she was when she was living in Japan. And this fight did convince me that Barb Honchak should have never returned. And she's just not who she used to be, but she probably has at least one more fight on her UFC contract. I mean... I'd like to see her retire, but, you know, fighters can be very stubborn, okay? So it's a big win for Roxanne. Uh, can she beat a top contender? Well, some people thought Barb Honchak was a top contender. 
I don't think she's at that level anymore. So that's the problem. It's kind of, you know, a little bit of fool's gold if you think that a win over Barb really means a whole lot anymore. I think she has to take on somebody better. Okay. Now, the other fight, which was also a flyweight bout, it was on the prelims, uh, was Montana De La Rosa versus Rachel Ostevich. And um, I'm not a fan of either fighter. I really don't like either of them. I don't think they're UFC caliber fighters. And, um, you know, uh, I saw Montana back in her LFA days and she lost, when she was a strawweight, she lost to uh, Mackenzie Dern and Cynthia Calvillo. And of course, uh, a lot of us recall Rachel from her Invicta days. And, um, you know, I didn't think much of her back then, but she's an attractive girl. And so she's going to get more opportunities because of that. I'll get to that in a moment. Okay. So I don't think either of them are UFC caliber fighters. I guess it's more of a question of who is worse as opposed to who is better. Now they both won their fights at the tough 26 finale, but they both beat fighters that are just awful. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so um, the round one was really five minutes of nothing. It was really light sparring. Neither of them did much, much of anything. And I don't even know how I could score a round like that. I would have called it nine, nine. And both fighters got yelled at when they went back to the corners between rounds. Uh, round two was better, but not really much better. And finally, in round three, Montana takes Rachel down and eventually wins with a rear naked choke with less than a minute left in the fight. And, and you know, it was a big win for her, obviously, but it doesn't convince me that Montana can beat anyone good. All right. Uh, it certainly confirmed what I've known uh, uh, about what I've known about uh, Rachel since she was an Invicta, she's terrible. And she got into the UFC with her looks, and I know she has plenty of fanboys out there who are in love with her. Listen, she's a mom and she has a baby, okay? Take it easy. Now, because she has those looks, she will get more opportunities to prove herself in the UFC. You saw how much time they gave Kaylin Curran to prove herself, and she was awful. Now, the UFC would deny this. They're lying, okay? Because to be honest with you, I wouldn't have had her on Tough 28 in the first place. When I heard she was trying out for it, I said, they can't, they can't have her on there. She stinks. And then she was on there, and I said, okay, that's what it's going to be. All right. So uh, it didn't particularly surprise me that she got onto the show and subsequently into the UFC, but I just don't think she's good enough to be in the UFC in the first place. You know, she just wasn't, she was horrible at Invicta too. She seems like a very nice girl. So that's not really the issue. The issue is, is she a good fighter? And the answer is, no, she's terrible. So what is she doing in the UFC? Well, it's because she's hot, okay? And we will see that occasionally. Okay, now I just want to remind you that tonight on UFC 226, uh, the uh, UFC Fight Pass prelims will lead off at 7 p.m. tonight with a women's fight. That'll be at strawweight. It'll be Emily Whitmire versus Jamie Moyle. Uh, again, I, I feel that they're pretty much low-level fighters who I don't think any either of them is all that good. But, uh, you know, 
Uh, well, uh, I have Fight Pass, of course, so I will be checking it out at 7 o'clock. And as usual, I will have the fight on the blog tomorrow, and uh, we'll talk about it then. So uh, just want to um, remind you to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. As I said, the two videos are now up on the blog. And uh, you can leave a message on uh, voice message on the, the podcast if you like. And I'll be more than happy to answer any questions. And I am pleased to announce that Spotify now carries my podcast. So uh, you can add Spotify to um, Google Play Music, iTunes, Google Podcasts. It's also on several other lesser known services. But uh, Spotify is very popular. So that's a, I actually have Spotify on my uh PC, but I don't use it because I don't like it very much. Uh, you'd think I would use that for my song of the day, but I prefer AccuRadio because of the random nature of it. Um, so, uh, again, you can subscribe to the blog at any of those services. And so, as I said, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, a look at uh, the women's fight from uh, UFC 226. Have a good day and enjoy the fights tonight. Talk to you later.